You're listening to the Wear Wag Repeat Podcast, the only show 100% dedicated to women in all areas of the pet industry. I'm your host, Tori Mystic. Today, I am bringing you a solo episode about one of my favorite topics of the moment, video. Video is hands down, paws down maybe, one of the most powerful tools that you have in your marketing toolbox. It allows you to demonstrate your products and services, connect with customers on a personal level, and reach new people. Studies have shown how powerful it is to connect with people on a screen. It definitely gives you a lot of influence. For example, have you ever had a TV personality or maybe a character on a show that you felt like you had a personal connection with, that they were your friend or someone that you look up to? For example, in the pet industry, look at maybe a controversial person, Caesar Milan. Most of us in the wear, wag, repeat world probably think that he is a hack, or maybe you have your own opinion, maybe that's my opinion, <laughs> but your average person thinks that Caesar Milan is the best dog trainer in the entire world, and that's because they have seen him on a screen, and they just think anybody on a screen must be the best at what they do. That is the power of people seeing you on video. And you don't need to be booked on a show on Netflix to achieve that. You can make your own compelling videos. Thanks to social media, a TV show and videos on social media can kind of have the same influence on the people who are watching them. So you can use your videos to address a problem that your audience faces, establish yourself as an expert authority in the pet industry, Or you can use your videos to build trust with potential customers. If you are intrigued and want to learn more about video, I'm going to get into some some really great tips on this episode. But I also want to mention before we dive into it, that this month in my membership, Wear, Wag, Repeat Society, we are hyper-focused on video. I created a super fun lesson called the Social Video Bingo Challenge, where I actually created a special bingo board just for us, and all the squares on the board are full of video challenges and video tasks. Some of them are super easy, and some of them might push you a little bit outside of your comfort zone, but the best part is that you have the whole community of Wear Wagger Pete Society, not to mention me, cheering you on to help you get bingo on the board this month. Anyone who gets bingo will be winning some fun prizes. And in fact, anyone who fills in the entire bingo board will be eligible to win a one-on-one strategy session with me valued at $179. So there are some great prizes on deck. If you want to check it out, go to wearwagrepeat.com slash society. That is where you can learn all about everything that encompasses Wear, Wag, Repeat Society. We do four different kind of meetup opportunities per month, including the monthly lesson. We have co-working. There is a casual networking hour. And there's also a mastermind call at the end of every month. Now, you don't have to attend every single thing because I know we all have a lot on our plate. This membership is actually designed to save you time because I take all the guesswork out of marketing your pet business. You don't have to wonder, should I be reposting my videos on YouTube shorts? Should I be posting videos on Pinterest? 
If you join the membership, I will tell you exactly where you should be posting your videos and what is worth your time and what just is not. So come and join us. We would love to have you in there. It is wherewagrepeat.com slash society. While you are checking that out, let's move along with this episode and talk about how to shoot and edit our own compelling videos. In this episode, I will share the basics of video production, and then I will tell you all about the hook formula, and that is what is going to get pet parents really hooked in to whatever it is that you're sharing on your videos. So over 10 years ago, maybe even over 15 years ago, I don't know, I'm bad at math, I did a master's degree in digital media. One of the courses that I did in my master's program was all about video production. And I learned all of the basics of video production, including good lighting, good sound, transitions, all of this kind of stuff from people who had a ton of experience working in television news and television reporting. So they were coming from a very traditional place, but a lot of their advice still holds true. And I'm so glad that I did those courses because look at us now. We are making videos all day, every day for our businesses. So that was definitely worthwhile. Now, you don't have to go get a master's degree. I'm going to tell you right now what some of the basics of video production are. I remember back in that course that we had an assignment that was to have two or three transitions or cuts in a video. And we had to create some kind of video um, where someone was doing some kind of action and there were different transitions. Uh, And we could be as creative as we wanted or as simple as we wanted. Of course, I had to do something kind of creative and different. And so I made a really cool video. I still, I watched it actually recently. I found it on my hard drive. My friend walked into the building at school And I recorded him walking in and he had headphones on, big headphones. And there was some song playing. I can't remember what it was now, but he was listening to some song and I did all these different cuts. So I edited it in and I got a cut of his hand grabbing the door handle and opening the door. Then I cut and you seamlessly saw him walking through the door. Then I cut and you know you saw him from the back walking away from the camera towards the elevators. Then I cut and you saw his finger press the button for the elevator. Then one of the coolest transitions, this is what I liked about this video, was that when he took the headphones off of his ears, the volume of the song went way down to almost nothing. And I just thought that was a really cool trick. You might've seen that used in some other videos that you've seen. I'm certainly not the first person who thought of that. And maybe it's a little bit old and cheesy at this point, but it's just a great reminder that you can be very creative with your videos. I think that now we're so conditioned to just seeing talking heads. That's what most of television shows are these days anyhow as well. Uh, But you can be creative. You can put more personality into your videos and maybe you'll have more fun doing it that way. But the good news is that nowadays to create a video with all those transitions and sound effects and all this different stuff, You don't need all the fancy television quality equipment that I was using back when I was studying at university. Now you have all of that stuff right built into your phone and you can easily buy super inexpensive lighting and tripods from anywhere. So 
I have, I think I have four different things I'm going to tell you about that are kind of the basics of video production. So are you ready? First up is steady footage. This is very, very important. I know that we all love to just hold our phone and record selfie style videos, but having steady footage is really important. It makes your video more watchable, and that means that people are going to watch it for longer. They're going to be more interested in it. It also really makes you look more professional and polished and look like you know what you're talking about. So you can get a tripod really inexpensively with a phone mount that screws on the top. I also like the little bendy gorilla pod variety that's very handy to take on dog walks and you can kind of wrap it around a fence post or a tree branch or something like that. And when I'm in a pinch, I will prop my phone up on a stack of books or a stack of dog leashes, (laughs) basically whatever I can find. It's just important to me that I have a good angle and that my phone is steady because when I hold it, it just is always going to have some kind of shake to it. Sometimes you might want that for an effect, but in general, it's just going to look a lot more polished and a lot more professional if you use some kind of a tripod. Second is lighting. Lighting might be one of the most important elements of your video production. When you are recording a video with your face in it, there's a few things. You want to never stand in harsh, bright sunlight. Nothing (laughs) irks me more than when I see a video of someone standing out at noon in the middle of the day in bright sunlight and there's all these shadows. It's very distracting and I can't focus on what they're saying or what they're demonstrating. So I would really recommend that you stand in some kind of a shadowy area. If you're in a city, standing in between buildings is really great. You're going to get a nice diffused shadowy light. Uh, You want to make sure that if you're in a shadow, there's not a super bright area behind you because that's also going to mess you up. Uh, And then you also never want to stand with your back to a window and be backlit like that because we're not really going to be able to see your face. It's going to be very distracting. The best practice is to use some kind of a light in front of you or slightly to the side. You can even prop your phone up on a window, on the windowsill, and you can get really great flattering light that way with your face looking into the window. I think we all know that there are ring lights everywhere, um, but you don't need a ring light to have good lighting. In fact, sometimes a ring light, if you wear glasses, it can create a really distracting little circle light in the reflection of your glasses or in the reflection of your eyes. And I don't always think that that is a good thing. So just make sure that you have some good lighting for your video. Third is good audio. We're listening to a podcast right now, so you know that I love audio. I've got all kind of microphones and pop filters and all kinds of stuff in my office to make sure that I always sound good. It is important for your videos that you record in a quiet place or use some kind of an external microphone, depending on what kind of video you're doing and and, and what the circumstances are. I know that all of these things are not always possible. Sometimes the circumstances just are going to prevent you from getting really good audio, but if possible... Don't record audio in a really noisy place like a restaurant or a concert unless you're trying to capture, you know, the excitement of the concert and the energy there. 
we're not going to be able to really understand what you're saying. The same goes if you are out hiking somewhere and it's very windy. You know, we've all heard, we've been on the phone with people when it's really windy and you can't understand what they're saying on the phone because the wind keeps hitting their microphone. And that drives me crazy. (laughs) So just make sure that you have some good sound quality for your video. If you want really awesome sound quality for videos where you're going to be standing kind of far away from your phone, where maybe you're demonstrating dog training or handling, you can invest in a wireless mic that connects to your phone or your camera. Or another option is to do a voiceover afterwards. So you can record yourself outside in some noisy place and then go home and record the voiceover where it's nice and quiet at your house. This is really great if you're going to repurpose your video in a lot of places like YouTube or maybe for an online course in the future. All right, number four on the basics of video production is to prepare what you're going to say or what you're going to do. You don't necessarily need a whole script written out word for word, but it is a really good idea to plan out the beginning, the middle, and the end, and maybe you write some kind of bullet points. You've heard of people creating a storyboard for a video. You don't have to go to that extreme and and draw an illustration for each different scene that you're going to capture, but it is a good idea to have an idea of of what sort of footage you're going to need, what you might want to say. I always film way more than I think I'm going to need just so that I have options. This will also come in handy with your editing and doing the hook formula, which I will talk about in just a few minutes. Now, if you feel like this basics of video production is something that you've already mastered and you're ready to get a little bit out of your comfort zone, you should come and join us for social video bingo this month in Wear Wag Repeat Society. Some of the tasks that I created for the bingo board are a little outside the box that you might not already be doing. So I did a poll on um, in the Facebook group recently, and I asked if people were going live. And almost everyone said no, and you guys are missing out. So there are about three squares on the bingo board that involve going live on the platform of your choice or doing a co-hosted live. Some other cool tasks include sharing your videos to YouTube Shorts. This month in February 2023, I don't don't know when you're listening, but in February 2023, YouTube is actually going to start monetizing Shorts. So if you have been wanting to increase your YouTube subscriber base and get more views on your videos, Shorts are a great way to get more subscribers, get more views on your channel, and also to make more passive income from video and from YouTube. So that is something that's even part of the bingo challenge. Um, if you're interested in learning more, come over to wherewagrepeat.com slash society. This whole bingo challenge is part of the monthly membership this month. So Join for February and maybe stick around for future months. In March, we're going to have a professional blogging panel. 
where you can ask questions of professional pet bloggers. And in April, we're going to be doing some SEO implementation on your websites. So even if you don't have a website, you're going to learn a whole lot. And maybe you'll want to set up a simple blog or a landing page to help grow your business this year. So again, that is where wagrepeat.com slash society. There is lots of really good stuff going on in there this month. So back to this episode here today, I hope that all of those video production basics helped you. They still hold true, but there are a few things that I think have changed just in the last few years. Um, When I studied video production, there was no Reels or TikTok. There was no Instagram stories, guys. I'm old. (laughs) Things back then were longer form content. We had YouTube. I'm not that old. (laughs) But you still had to grab your viewer's attention at the beginning. Um, The only difference is now you have to do it a whole lot faster and you have to be a whole lot bolder because there's just a lot of competition out there. Video is very saturated. I don't want to scare you away from doing it, but it's very saturated. So you need to make sure that the videos that you're creating are entertaining, that they're educational. And maybe that they're using some kind of a trending sound. Um, That's going to help you get viewers as well. So with that in mind, let's switch gears and talk about the hook formula. This is a formula that you can use when you are coming up with your video ideas, when you're shooting them, and when you're editing them. Now, I told you a couple minutes ago how I love to just capture anything and everything. I always capture way more footage than I think I'm going to need. And I always do different takes and I try and say things differently because when you go to edit them, you're like, oh man, this didn't really work for my hook formula. So this is what I want you to keep in mind. It goes like this. You need to lead with a hook. You got to hook them in. And that might be a bold statement a question, or maybe it's just something really aesthetic and beautiful or really cool looking or something funny. If you're funny, props to you. (laughs) Bonus points if you can put the word you in there. For example, do you wish your dog could go on vacation with you? This way you put your viewer in the story immediately and you immediately make it relevant to them. This is something that my friend, Dr. Adam Chrisman, brought up when we were both speaking on a panel at SuperZoo last summer. Adam has over 900,000 followers on TikTok, and he talked about this concept of putting the viewer in the video from the very first sentence. So he said, if you can put the word you in the first sentence in the hook of your video, you are going to have way more success because people are going to take it personally immediately. So you want to have a really good hook, see if you can make it personal to your viewer. Then the next part of this formula is to introduce yourself really quick and establish your expertise. So that might be a really quick little sentence like, I'm Jenny from Canine Concepts Dog Training in Lexington, Kentucky. I totally made that up. I don't know who Jenny is. Or maybe it's something like, I'm Kim, and I have two Italian greyhounds that have gone on vacation with us everywhere from Miami to Mallorca. (laughs) After you do that little quick introduction comes the bulk of the video where you are going to solve a problem for your viewer or demonstrate something. 
So Jenny, our dog trainer from Kentucky, she might show how she worked with a dog to help them get in and out of the car and settle while they're on road trips. And then Kim, who is the Italian greyhound mom, maybe she would talk about flying with her Iggy's and what kind of vaccinations they needed so that she's really providing a helpful tip to her viewers. Finally, end with a call to action. Think to yourself, would this make it easier for you to have fun with your dog? Follow me for more dog training tips. Maybe that's something that Jenny would say in her video. Uh, maybe Kim's call to action would be, follow me to get the exact itinerary I had for our Spain trip with our Italian greyhounds. <laughs> then before you hit publish, watch your video back again and ask yourself, is there anything about this video that is going to make the viewer comment? Are you asking a question or making a statement that triggers some kind of a response? Is the viewer going to immediately want to save your video because it is so valuable? And if you can't say yes to any of those things, I want you to go back a step and make some edits and make sure that your video is going to create some kind of call to action for the viewer. So here's the formula. Start with a hook, then introduce yourself and create some kind of authority. Then demonstrate and help the people, help the viewer, show them how to do something. And finally, finish with a call to action. So hook, introduce, demonstrate, call to action. Now, not every single video that you create is going to have all these elements. I know that. But this is a really, really great formula to to go back to and to use at least once a month or more on your videos. Whenever you're kind of feeling stuck, just always go back to this formula. And I'm sure that you can come up with a really great, very engaging and compelling video for your viewers. Some of your other videos might just be silly or funny, and that is totally okay. They don't all have to be the hook formula. Remember that done is better than perfect. Perfectionism often manifests as procrastination. I know that happens to me. And so recently, especially with the bingo challenge going on in Wagger Pete Society this month, I have just been focusing on hitting publish. <laughs> I've been checking off my little boxes on my bingo board because they're helping me create a nice variety and a nice balance of content, but I'm just hitting publish. So I just hit publish kind of out of the blue on a video the other day on TikTok. And what do you know, overnight, it went up to over 35,000 views and over 300 comments. And it really sparked a ton of conversation with people about a dog training question that I had. <laughs> You'll have to go check out the TikTok video to see exactly what I'm talking about. By the way, are you following me over there? It is at where wag repeat podcast. Make sure that you're following me and send me some kind of notification so I can make sure that I follow you back because I want to see all the videos that you are creating now that you have the basics of video production all handled and you also know the hook formula. I can't wait to see what you create. <laughs> 
If you want to win some prizes for the videos that you're creating, I'm just saying you should join Wear Wag Repeat Society this month and be a part of the bingo challenge. I'm going to be giving away prizes from my online store, some fun, cute little things. And then of course, like I mentioned, if anyone fills out the entire bingo board, so there's 24 squares because the one in the middle is always a freebie. So there's 24 squares. If you fill in every single one this month, you will win a one-on-one strategy session with me valued at $179. So That is a really great grand prize, and there's plenty of time for you to do that. So thank you so much for listening to this episode. Again, we covered the basics of video production and the hook formula, and I hope that these two things combined help you take your videos to the next level. Remember, it does not have to be complicated. I just want to teach you these things and teach you these basics so that you know them, but you can always throw the rules out the window. (laughs) As we see on social media, sometimes the things that we put the least amount of effort in end up doing the best. So just remember, done is better than perfect. Now you know the rules and you can go out there and break them. Next week, we'll be back here on the podcast with an interview with another woman in the pet industry that I'm really excited to share with you. In the meantime, come say hi in the Wear, Wag, Repeat Labs Facebook group. Shoot me a DM on Instagram at Wear, Wag, Repeat, or tag me in your new videos on TikTok at Wear, Wag, Repeat Podcasts. And I will talk to you guys next week.